Hey guys, this is Colin from Blackjack Apprenticeship. I'm here with Ping Pong, who is going to share his story with us a bit. How are you doing, man? Hello. <laughs> What's happening, Colin? <laughs> Not much. You know, when I think of you, this is what I think of. Uh, I can't remember what it was. It, maybe like a couple of years ago or a year ago at uh, a boot camp. It was like some, some of the boot camp people all had birthdays that collided and I was like oh let's you know have some cake and hang out and uh, invite you because you're in town and you show up with two ca- two like <laughs> cases of beer and, come empty, huh? and you're like hey how's it going like where's the party <laughs> that's what I think of when I, when I think of Pig Fog and it brings a smile to my face so uh, <laughs> thanks for sharing your story a bit for sure thanks for having me um, so First off, I, I've got some questions for you, but I also I posted on the forum, I don't know if you saw that, that I was going to be interviewing AMBJ21 and yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, some people chimed in with some questions, and so we've got to start with the hard-hitting stuff, and Endurance wants to know, does ping pong play ping pong? You know, the funny thing is, I actually play zero ping pong. <laughs> the name actually comes from, uh, like, like, outside of BJA, I actually... I have friends that call me ping pong as well too. It actually was a nickname that I picked up in college because I actually I actually used to uh, shave my head all the time. And oh. I have a really, really round head. So <laughs> when I shave my head, I just have like this ping pong ball looking head. Okay. And, and that's where ping pong came. And then I also DJed while I was in college and, and after. So it's, it, it became this silly DJ name that I used where um dj like, ping pong yeah it became like this dj ping pong thing like my my goal was to have this really silly name and people would not know who i was and like who's this guy his name is ping pong and then i would come and just wreck the club and be like <laughs> insanely good so that, that, that was the idea and, and it worked for the most part <laughs> and it just stuck for for a really long time awesome well that's it folks if you have any other questions for ping pong you can <laughs> ask them <laughs> just kidding um so now i need to have you send me some of your uh, dj stuff I have some like old mixes so that there I have like, on my computer somewhere. Awesome. <laughs> so, all right, getting into some more uh, advantage play stuff. How did how did you get into advantage play? So, um, I, I I think like my story starts before uh, card counting AP stuff. Um, before casino stuff, uh, I I never gambled, and uh, I actually. Right around when I was like 20, 21, I actually uh, got into a uh, little bit of like a business venture with my uh, fiance, my girlfriend at the time, she's my fiance now, but my girlfriend at the time, uh, her cousin was uh, was an affiliate marketer. And what that is, is uh, you're someone who drives traffic to uh, like websites and stuff and you would make money on sales. It's kind of like a commission thing based off of you uh, driving people to like a certain website or getting them to sign up for certain things. And um, this was a guy, like I have to tell his story because it's so interesting um, uh-huh. because he mentored me to get me to become an out-of-the-box thinker and the way he thought about stuff was he, he was he was a really really good programmer um, never really had like a college degree you know did a little bit of community college here and there and um, one thing that he uh, he told me about how he got started was that a long long time ago there was a website called it's probably still around it's called adult friend finder uh-huh. and what this website would pay was for you to, they would pay you a dollar per person that you would send to that website. Wow. And so what he did was, he was like, I'm just gonna make this fake you know, account 
on uh, on Craigslist and pretend I'm a chick, and then I'm going to get people to go to this website. So what he did was that um, he would he created an account. He used the vacation mode on on Gmail, which it would auto respond. Yes. And when people would message that uh, email, he would say, "Hey, like uh, you know, uh, it's better if we chat on this website. You know, sign up for an account. It's free." So. Oh man! Now, now that's that's the basis of it. Yes. Here's where the programming start the side goes. He actually programmed this bot that put that actual ad up on every city <gasps> in the country. Wow! And so within three days, he's like, "I made twenty five thousand dollars." Wow! And, and that's when he quit his job and he just did this full time. You know, in terms of affiliate marketing, and yes. he would like you know start just doing these projects of where he would try to create this you know income from just getting people to sign up for stuff. How long, how long before that that thing like got shut down? Well, uh, the thing was, this was a long time ago before people were really doing it this way. Yeah. So this was like some you know like old old school type stuff. Yeah. And uh, you know, of course, you can't really do that now. They're gonna shut you down real quick. You know, you're gonna get flagged and stuff. But um, you know, he was doing that. And and the crazy thing was, at one point, um, like he let it run because he didn't um, he didn't take the ads down. It actually went from like 25k up to like eight million dollars. No way! But he never got paid out because oh, what he no. what had happened was that he took the actual referral link off of a banner ad and he was creating these like little like you know uh, funnels with them. Yeah. But that was against the terms of service because you had to use the banner ad itself. So they sort of screwed him out of all his money. Wow. Uh, you know, he made a lot of money doing other stuff, but like that specific thing, like, you know, it, it, it kind of taught him that he was meant for to do this. But then, um, yeah. you know, he sort of like, <laughs> he, he, he sort of like, because he breached the terms of service, yeah. he paid out on it. But, um, you know, it's amazing he, that it got to 8 million before he like, before it got flagged or realized or anything, you know? And, and yeah. so it, it was crazy. And then, so, um, you know, I, I got into doing affiliate marketing and I did a lot of really clever stuff and, uh-huh. uh, you know, I, like back then I was pulling in like, like five, 6,000 a month on the side of my job. You know, yeah. like I would, I would be at work on my phone checking, you know, like, Oh, I wonder how much I made today. And I, I, get, I can see it in real time. How yeah. many signups I yeah. did, you know, just based off all these ads and stuff that I put out. And that was good for a while yeah. um, until it slowly ended because the, uh, the networks that I use, it got kind of got a little bit more uh, expensive for the advertising. So it didn't really work out and it got really competitive. Um, but that's kind of how I got started with just being really creative with thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, with the whole AP thing, like uh, I actually, bef- uh, I played blackjack once um, in, in on a table uh, in Atlantic City when I had a trip out there. You know, I, I learned like basic, basic, basic strategy because um, I used to play uh, this game called My Vegas Slots, which is <laughs> an app from uh, MGM. And there's actually like a blackjack game, and I, I actually would play that game to get points with like. A, play, a basic strategy chart I would just follow it and that's how I learned how to play basic strategy at that time from just trying to crank out points on this game where uh-huh. I would try to get free rooms Okay, um, and then so I played once at a table and then the next time that I flash forward I think like a year from then and this is probably like you know my late 20s at this point um, so I had did this uh, like I, I branch off into like all these different type of like side hustles and things like that and uh, I did this project where uh, I used to sell um, uh, music festival tickets because um, I was very good at, at forecasting uh, sales just that was just something I was really good at doing and uh, there was this rave that was in town and I 
bought $40,000 worth of tickets wow. to resell. Because I calculated, before I realized how to actually you know, calculate EV and stuff, I had calculated that as a best case scenario, I would probably make around forty to 45000 in a week. As a worst case scenario, I might lose two to 3000 Sure. Because the way I looked at it was, you know, if, if something happens and it doesn't sell out, I would be able to just get rid of these tickets, you know, yeah. on StubHub or something yeah. like that. And, uh, which I did end up doing because this was the one, uh, you know, aside from all the other ones I made a ton of money on, this was the one that happened to not sell out. Okay. And so I didn't end up... Uh, making money i lost about like 1500 bucks but yeah. i forecasted that a worst case scenario was 2000 so yeah. i had 500 dollars left and i was like you know what you know i'm gonna go to the casino um that this is the pretty much the the only other time that i've gambled before finding blackjack apprenticeship um i i went and i lost 500 dollars playing uh 25 blackjack uh-huh. and uh after i lost i was like you know what i'm i'm never gonna lose like this way again you know like, yeah I, I just felt like uh, you know, the, there has to be a way to beat this because, you know, there's stories, you know, you, yeah. you know, you hear about the MIT team and there's yeah. movies and stuff. Uh, so then I started researching online, just trying to find resources I could about how to count cards because that's the only AP thing I could, you know, really, yeah. really know about at that time. So, um, I found a blackjack apprenticeship and, and, uh, you know, I, I went through the website, you know, I went through some of like the, the free stuff and I was like, oh, you know, these videos look pretty legit. Um, you know, it's like 250, $300 to sign up at the time. And, uh, you know, worst case scenario, if it's a scam, I only lose $300. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I went ahead and did it. And, uh, and that was, uh, about two and a half years ago, I think. Okay. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's, that's pretty much how I ended up here. <laughs> okay. And it wasn't a scam. And it wasn't a scam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, he has, he, it's he, a long play. Colin has, not, Colin has some secret get rich quick stuff he's still not telling yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. This is what they call that the long. Uh, the long con. <laughs> the long con. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So. I remember you from the boot camp you came to, which was just about two years two ago. Years, yeah. yeah. And you and uh, it was me, JC Rocks, JC Rocks and Red at, uh, at, at that boot But camp. it was you and JC Rocks uh, 111 that, that passed the evaluations, uh, which is really impressive. That takes a lot of work. What, how did you train? So uh, I signed up um, the November before that boot camp uh, for Black Shark Apprenticeship. And uh, I remember there was a boot camp in March, but I felt like I wasn't ready yet. And I wanted to make sure that I was uh, as prepared as possible. For me, boot camp, I wanted it to be more of an evaluation, kind of like an okay, like you're ready to go, you know, to, to utilize what you've learned to go out and make money. Because mm-hmm. the worst thing that, that can happen is, uh, you know, someone who's overconfident and thinking they have a winning yeah. game and just going out there, you know, pulling that bankroll out and that was AMBJ 21 <laughs> he, he was playing before he was ready and and uh and sometimes uh, you might be okay if you're on the right side of variance no it didn't it didn't oh, work yeah. out great and, oh, yeah. and then he came to a boot camp oh, yeah. <laughs> and got things uh got things he passed his evaluation and yeah anyway yeah so I mean that, that was what happened with me like I put in a lot of time like I probably put in more time than a normal person uh in terms of how long it took for me to learn everything. I think it really took me a good maybe three, four hundred hours before wow. it really um, clicked. And and it wasn't like it wasn't that it was uh it, it, it wasn't that it was hard. I didn't get to where I was 
fully comfortable to where yeah. I was like, you know what, you know, I got this down. And, you know, I, and then at one point I, I feel like, oh, you know, like we're, we're good. And I did some play uh, before boot camp. I think I did maybe like 30, 35 hours or something yeah. like that before boot camp. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, but I think I want to be as ready as possible. So, I, you know, I can just have you tell me, hey, you're, you're good to go. You don't have to come back to the second one <laughs> you know, yeah. like to, 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 to do this all over again. Yeah, yeah. People use it different ways. Some people, it really uh, expedites their training by, you know, they, they need the, the boot camp is like, okay, this is really what you should be doing. Other people use it at the end of their training like you did. And um, and, and I think if I could do it over again, I'm, I probably should have gone to the March one. Oh, interesting. I feel like I might have, like gotten more fixes in the holes that I would have needed. Um, and then I probably could have just prepared on, on, on that. I think it, it became more of a, uh, just a, a hard, uh, like, like just kind of like a forced learning process. Yeah. For me. Maybe it wouldn't have been three or 400 hours. It, possibly. Yeah. Um, so what was your starting bankroll? So, um, I started off, I, Oh, by the way, the, this both George Twenty One and Road Grader wanted to know the answer to this. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay, uh, shout shouts out to you guys for the, for all these questions. Um, so I started off with thirty uh, k, um, and it 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 actually was you know I start like I started my car counting career. Uh, you know, it was pretty good. You know, I, I think I made it like a couple thousand, you know, at, at the beginning. And I was like, oh, this is, this is easy. Yeah. I was like, I should have did this a long time ago. And then I proceeded to, to lose a lot of it. And I think um, by the time the losing ended, I was at like 15,000. I lost like half of that bankroll. Like I, I, I talked to SD1 a lot and I feel like our, our, uh, our, our starts uh, were, were pretty okay. common, you know, where we lost like half that initial Do bankroll. you think you're over betting? Um, so at the beginning, I think I was around like, like a percent and a half, 2%. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, I was playing a lot of double deck games, but I was, uh, betting a lot more at the lower accounts. Um, so I did swing harder with, with some oh, I variance. See. At the, I see at the what beginning. you're saying. Um, yeah. and so like, I, I, I think just a, a string of bad variants pretty quickly, like, crippled a pretty and, big portion of that bankroll. And you didn't scale back when you were down. I, I, I scaled back a little bit, but it, it prob- probably not enough. Like I, okay. I probably should have scaled back more. And because I didn't, um, you know, I was left with like 15 K I, I had to grind out, um, uh, at, at much smaller stakes. Uh-huh. You know, I, I think at the time I was doing, a uh, two by 200. Um, and then when I went back down to 15k just to be safe i want to be extra safe so then i was playing double deck games and i was going up to like two by 100 um which you know i it was still pretty decent ev but you know it was a lot you know wish i could have bet more and uh grinded that back uh, up and and the crazy thing is like i went back on a tear um where i started winning and as i went as i started winning i scaled back up and then i went from like 10k from 15k um, I went all the way up to, I think like, like 50 something. Um, uh-huh. so I, 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 made all of it back and then I like made another like 30 something. Yeah. Um, so it was it, like, it was, it was in, in a short time frame. There was a lot, <laughs> a lot of swings. Yeah. And, uh, where did things go from there? So, um, so pretty much, uh, I, car- I, I, I became a, uh, Pseudo. I wasn't really a professional. I did everything part time. I was still working a job uh, for the entire time that I was counting cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after about like a year, 
Act- yeah, I think it's actually about a year of counting. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think in total, I, I did around 300 some odd, some odd hours of counting. Um, up until that point, I've always had different ideas of, of different plays I wanted to do. Um, I had started coming up with uh, different things. I, you probably remember me like messaging you like, yeah, hey, like yeah. you know, like, well, what about what about some of these things? Yeah. Well, hold on. Step back a little bit. So in that year, 350 hours, that you built it up to around 60K? No, or? I actually, once it got up to around like 50-something K, like, oh, actually... So at the beginning, I lost 15, and then I had won, like, it was close to 50 or 55. Okay, so you're up at 80, I, and, 85. And then I did drop back down another, like, 15 or 20. Uh-huh. So, I, like, by, by, the, by the end of that stint, I was up around, like, 20K or so. Oh, okay. Um, so so I, was, I was definitely still up, like, from, from what I started with. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and so pretty much from there, like, uh, you know, I had all these ideas of, of different plays I wanted to, uh, to implement. I, I think, uh, even when I went to boot camp, I had ideas of things yeah. I wanted to do. Like, uh, I think one of the first ideas I came up to you was, uh, Hey, I'm, I'm, I, I was playing this $5 game and I noticed that, uh, some of these cards, you know, may have, you know, different bends on them because when you hold the actual cards out, like some of them are darker than others. And, uh, the, cause there, there was a, a play that I had read about. It was like a cut card play that was in, uh, uh Bill Zender's book, um, uh, advanced advantage play for the casino uh-huh. executive. Um, and, uh, I was like, Oh, is this the same scenario? Like, would I be able to at the very least, cut you know some of the the low cards all the way to the top so then i can like get those out of the way and then yeah. you know make the count higher and whatnot and i realized that that wasn't true at that casino it was just the okay. way the cards were yeah um but i think that was like one of the initial ideas that i had yeah and then um and i i always thought of you know different things different things and uh even while i was in my card counting um uh year you know i also got into doing uh some banking and some california mm-hmm. card rooms as well too uh and uh you know the standard person that banks these games you know there's a pretty decent uh profit uh in terms of like how strong the ev is but i figured a way to bank at three times what a normal person would would make uh at some of these games wow. uh, and there are reasons why i don't do any banking anymore and uh uh it's more so because you you sort of have to play against other people and a lot of times people don't want to put their money up against yeah. you and they're yeah. like oh i'd rather i'd rather lose it to the house than lose it to you i've had uh, i've had someone tell me that wow um so it just became a thing where it was hard to get hard to actually get the get get the action yeah. to actually uh, yeah bank. oh that's um, interesting but uh but 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 from there you know like within that year of all my uh just different crazy ideas that i had um i i did meet some uh pretty high level ap's at the last uh at the party that you threw last year um and uh and and what these guys told me because i because there was one specific play that i had um that i had devised and uh, it was a play that me and hit a seven went on and uh this was a play where we both got uh eight sixth for playing a six five csm game so you got you got kicked out we we got backed off backed first. Up, we backed got backed off. off first, and they said uh, they said like you, you know you 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 can't play this way. Um, you know you're like we're gonna have to ask you to leave and not come back for 24 hours. So we're like okay, that's cool. Yeah, um, took so, a day off. Yeah, and then so we went to we went to cash out because uh, this was a place where like they already had us on camera, so it wasn't a, yeah like it wasn't different for us to walk out with the chips. So while we were cashing out, the same guy comes up to us and he goes. We reviewed the tapes. You guys are not, not allowed back. <laughs> oh wow! And for playing a six to five CSM a six game, six five CSM yeah. game. Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. So if if you guys can't tell already, uh, 
ping pong's really bright and think constantly think it's like that that perfect match of you trust the math you follow the math but you're always asking questions of like what what is you know what is this? What what is the possibility here? I, I like I like more. Like I just I, I I always look for more out there. And and you know to go back to the um, original question, like I pretty much for the first year of card counting, from there I met some guys that were like you know some high level APs that were like you know if you are really serious about getting to some of this other stuff, um, you may want to not count cards. Not because it's not profitable, it's absolutely profitable. You know, I have a lot of really good card counter friends who crush casinos. But for me particularly and my personality, because I wanna do some of these more advanced plays, uh, it's it, it wouldn't be good for me to draw that type of heat uh, and, and you know, get into databases and things like that. And I'll give you a great example. For me, uh, you know, after this conversation I had, I did find a pretty nice uh, hole carding game uh, at a at a place like about two hours from my house. And this was when I was still practicing how to hole card. And this was a place that I had played blackjack. Uh, I was counting blackjack like four or five months ago at that particular location. And uh, they came out because someone remembered me and backed me off of this carnival game that I was betting $5 a hand on That's and a, told me that you couldn't play <laughs> too, games here. Too, too hot for, too rich for their blood. <laughs> and, 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 and it was great, you know, like, and, and with that incident, I was like, oh, uh, you know, they're, they're right, you know? Yeah. And, and so what I did and, you know, I forced myself to go cold turkey, not count cards. And what did you I, have withdrawals? I, I, I mean, I sort of did. Like, I would go to a casino and I'd be like, oh, I can generate some EV at the table right now. But I wouldn't let myself. Yeah. I, I, what I would force myself to do was I would just go to a random casino that I would normally go to. And I would just, I would set a time for myself, like an, an hour to two hours. And I would say, you have two hours here. Figure out a way to make some money. Figure out a way to make some EV. Not make some money because I'm not just going to go, you know, put 100 on black. I'm going to go figure out ways to get some sort of edge, whether it be something small. I don't, I I just need some sort of an edge somewhere. Mm -hmm. And over a period of the next, uh, I want to say maybe four to six months, um, I really didn't make (laughs) much money. I mean, Uh I was doing just tons and tons of scouting. Um, You know, I I did find some uh, pretty good uh, whole card games, but unfortunately in the region that I live in, uh, a lot of the dealers really, they rotate after 30 minutes. So, you know, I would get some good plays here and there, but you know, it just, it'd be gone just like that. (laughs) And and, and then I'd have to, you know, just look for it all over again. Um, But because of all of these things and all these factors, it kind of forced me into a, uh, uh, it, it forced me into a, a almost like a forced training of myself to mm-hmm. to figure out where the edges on on certain things, and I learned how to analyze a whole lot of things in the casino uh, just because I was curious and I was yeah. like, oh, like I wonder how you know I can uh, analyze this video poker table or, or yeah. you know like how like what's the edge on this game if you know like the the dealer's exposing one card or, or whatnot, and uh, and I did that for a good six months, and then I sort of found myself into into some um some some more advanced plays through through a lot of networking um and that's very very important to network with mm-hmm. people because uh uh I, I think with me like networking with different people you know some things which started off as uh, something small uh evolved into some uh, pretty large scale uh, yeah. plays and uh well to be honest that applies whether you're a card counter or with anything with, yeah with anything. um and 
You know, that's that's been kind of a, a drum I've been beating a lot more the last year or so, uh, maybe last couple of years, um, you know, because as Blackjack Apprenticeship has really matured and developed as a community, I'm seeing the people that are having the most success are well networked. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, and there are multiple reasons. One is just the support system, but the other is, you know, you could ask someone that's another another AP like hey I heard that you'd been to this state city casino whatever like what could you let me know and that could yeah. be the difference between a bad trip and a really successful trip that, that, that's ve- that's very very true like uh you know when I was uh, still very much actively card counting like I you know knew all the conditions of my area and you know a lot of the pros that you guys know about now you know uh uh, JC Rocks, SD1, Sassy Red, um, and BJ21. Um, these guys have all reached out to me, you know, when they visit my region. And, uh, and you know, like I always make a, may, I try to make a trip out to, you know, go meet them up, meet up with them, have dinner, you yeah. know, give them a breakdown of all the, you know, local conditions and Love it. things that I've heard and stuff like that. And it's very, very valuable to have something like that. And, and plus, it, it, it sucks being on, your, on yeah. your own. Yeah. You know, up until the point I went to boot camp, like I really didn't know any people you know ap's in person so yeah. it was all just this really lonely road and and all you really have is this you know just this uh i mean it's it's good to have the message board at least but you have no physical <laughs> contact with anyone yep. so um you know talked a bit about your card counting you got into uh, you know other advantage play stuff and um you know i think there's a common question people have of, of you know which route should they go and adam up asked what do you feel are the is the biggest upside or and biggest downside to being a card counter? So um, it it's all really personality based. You know, I, I, I've talked with this uh, with multiple people, and there really is no you know best play or best tactic. Um, it's really going to be what's best suited with your personality. And I'll, I'll give a really great example. Um, uh, SD one you know crushes it at, at blackjack, crushes it, and what works for him. Um, and I, I think we share a lot of similarities uh, with, w- as well as uh, with JC Rocks as well too. We all came from a sales background, so we're very uh, talkative. So when we're at the tables counting cards, you would never suspect us. We're hiding in plain sight because we're not going to be quiet. You know, trying to yeah. think of the true count. I'm I'm there telling you a story. I'm there telling you jokes because um, you've trained so well that you can multitask I, exactly. Like I wouldn't have to think. You know, think twice about anything. You know, I would know. I t- I can take a quick glance. I would know exactly what the true count is. I would need know exactly. You know how much I need to bet. And with all the extra mental strength I have, I would be able to converse at the tables you know i i made really good friends with a lot of the pit personnel i'm still at the at the peak of when i was playing um i was playing blackjack playing blackjack i was betting 50 dollars, spreading up to two by 500 on a double deck game and i got a lot of hours that's amazing like it, it wasn't even like i was getting heat like i was making such good friends with a lot of the 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 Hit personnel that you know the, the, there's a couple people that knew what I was doing but they didn't care <laughs> like yeah. I received no heat like I I had one of the pit bosses that would come and shake my hand every time I came yeah um, that's awesome and uh, and so you know it, it really is something where if it's something that you know you need to find what fits your personality if you you know want to do one thing and just go aggressively crush the tables. Car counting is perfect. You yeah. know, Sassy Red is a great example. Of yeah, she, and Joe. And, oh, jo, you know, we all know Joe. 
we, we all we all know Joe's story, but you know, just to, just to, just you know, just to, to emphasize on that, you know, just the the aggressive style of having a massive spread and and just playing hard, it works. Yeah. Like that's if anything, that's one of the best ways to play. And Tommy Tommy Highland, yeah, Tommy Highland's been doing it for like 30, 30 <laughs> yeah. years, I think, like thirty Something, plus years. Yeah, and and so. You know, with, with with card counting, like if if you want something that's tried and true and works, absolutely it works, and you can make a ton of EV doing it. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, you know, like with some of the uh, advanced plays, non card counting plays, um, if you um, want to do something where it's going to be. Uh, uh, less heat, um, you know, because maybe they have no idea what you're doing. Um, you know, that might be a, bit, a little bit better for your personality. For for me, you know, like I loved card counting. I just get really, really bored of doing any one thing. Um, I, I I have a very, uh, um, I guess, a, a, I'm pretty ecstatic about stuff. Like I, I change my mind pretty pretty quick. And uh, once I figure something out, like I'm, I'm moving on to something yeah. new. And uh, I, I think what's fun for me about some of the more uh, advanced plays is that it's not any one thing that I do. Um, if, if you were to ask me like, Oh, ping pong, you know, what do you do in the casinos now? I really don't have an answer to that question. Like yeah. I have, uh, like off the top of my head, like five, 10 different things that I'm actively doing right now to generate EV. And there's like, I, I have so much on my plate that I have plays that are valuable plays that I've put aside because I don't have enough time to do them. And that keeps my brain moving and it's dynamic enough where I don't get bored uh, mm-hmm. because I'm not doing the same uh, thing over and over. Um, and plus, like I, I like being able to do stuff right in front of the casinos because I think that's so much so funny. <laughs> so so you've you've gone full time. So, uh, so, so I, I, I've gone full time recently and it was kind of accidental. Um, I, I lost my job in November. Um, so I was kind of forced to become uh, a a full-time AP and up up until that point, what did you do uh, to lose your job? Uh, I, I, I sort of AP'd something at work, which I didn't get fired for, but someone got really, really upset and fired me for something else that was like that no one else ever gets fired. Like I, I sort of got retaliated against oh, boy. because of something that I did that was not against policy. Yeah. And, and, Interesting. And, they didn't like that you were follow <laughs> do, doing so. just like your boss is a casino. I mean, I've, I'm, I, I've always been really rebellious in nature, like with yeah. everything that I do. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I, I've always had an exit strategy to everything I do. I, I never, uh, thought about just having one source of income. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I never relied on my job. I always, I always told people at work, like, this is my side job. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if, if any one of my income streams were to fail, instead of losing income, I would just divest more uh, time into something else. And then yeah. I would just make up for it, you know, doing other things. And so uh, I chose to focus more time in being a, uh, into being an AP and it's, I mean, this, it's, it's been fantastic for me so far. I probably yeah. should have got fired years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, there is actually someone that we, uh, fired is a strong word, but we let him go from the church team because it was like, he had so many great ideas. Uh, it was, it felt like he was just kind of being held back mm. by the church team and we let him go. And he's like done really cool. Uh, he, 
really cool stuff. So, since sometimes then. that's how it is. You know, I was a terrible student. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. I was a horrible student. I couldn't focus in school, and you know, like, but but you know, I just I, I like to, to do know. creative things outside of you know <laughs> academics. You, you got into college, so you I, I, even... I, I did some college. I never really finished okay. college, but uh, you know, I'm 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 I'm, I'm that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you're not too far into your uh, full time career, but uh, someone wanted to know if you had any advice for others thinking about going full time. So. So if, you, if you're thinking about going full-time, um, first thing I would really think of is uh, your lifestyle and, and risk of ruin because the biggest um, strength you have, um, and which could also be a big weakness, is uh, bankroll management. If yes. you do not know how to manage your bankroll, you can go bust very, very quickly. And if you have zero to be able to make any bets with, now you're looking at all the opportunity costs of time that you could have been spending at the tables or out, you know, generating EV. Um, but if you are wise in how you actually manage your money, then you can actually make it work. Now, there's no right answer. It really depends on where you live. You know, if you live in a part of the world where, or the part of the country or, or world um, that your your uh, lifestyle costs more, your living expenses cost more, um, it's going to require a much, much bigger bankroll than it is for someone who, you know, may be younger and is willing to live out of their car. Um, I would... I mean, at the very least, advise having enough income to survive for maybe like half a year without you mean like any savings, like, or like in terms other, of savings, other, you know, other like, income streams. Like I, I would, I would, because if, if your if your goal is to to be a, a, a card counter, I think one of the best things to be able to um, to do um, in terms of growing the bankroll is to don't go too hard too soon. If you have a job that you can work at and you can actually play regularly on the side with enough hours you can gr- where you can grow that um, bankroll without touching it the yes. actual your your EV is going to grow exponentially you know someone who yeah. has a 20,000 bankroll and a 40,000 bankroll the EV on there is more than double it's it's not just like oh I have 20 now I have 40 I'm going to make twice as much it's it's it, it the actual amount that you make scales based on how much money you have up until you get to uh, sort of like a peak amount of yeah. you know where the heat you know kind of starts yeah. to come down on you and stuff but yeah. if you can get to where you can build that bankroll up to a um, level that is uh, going to be able to generate enough EV where it's going to be able to cover your, you know, travel expenses and stuff. Um, that would really be ideal. Cause if you, you know, you have like 10,000, it's going to be really hard to go out and, you know, red slash green chip your way across the country. Like it, it, it can happen. And if you're on the right side of variance, of course it's possible, but it's going to be tough and it is going to be a grind. And, um, you know, it's it's really going to come down to um, is it going to be more worth it for you to go as a full timer early and make less EV and also have to deal with living expenses or be able to grow it larger and then be able to make more money, you know, like you have to figure out what's a, a better use of your time, you know, what's going to be, uh, able, what's going to generate you more money over X amount of years. Yeah. Um, Cause if you look at a guy like, uh, at like SD one or, or hit a seven, um, you know, th- these guys work, th- these guys work, you know, they, they have full-time jobs and they're part-time APs that are out there crushing it. 
And, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't necessarily have to be a quote-unquote full-time AP to uh, go out and crush the tables. Yeah, Um, I I generally recommend against going full-time, you know, like only do it if it's really your by far best option. If you can have income and generate EV on the side, uh, it's going to be a lot, a lot you're going to grow your entire, you know, whatever wealth or, or nest It's also going to suck a lot less. The, yeah, the early, yeah. the early stages are really rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jack, Jack wanted to know, um, when, when did you decide to start spending? When do you just decide to start spending money on, on, you um, know, that, that, that's actually a really good question. Um, so I, I think that's going to really depend, because um, for me right now with the uh, being that I do non-counting plays and I have sort of a l- more income streams available where I'm constantly I- I'm generating a pretty significant amount of EV um, I am able to you know freely spend as I sort of want to uh, within reason I- I've always been pretty frugal so yeah. at the end of the day if I am going to buy something I'm still going to be very very smart about it yeah um, you know you guys probably saw my credit card post that was on a that that I that I made a, a not too long ago but uh, for me like I try to maximize everything that I do so yeah. if I am going to go out and spend I'm going to be able to get a lot of that money back mm-hmm. um, so if you are a card counter um, or actually any, any AP in general you're going to want to if, if, if there's something you want to buy, you're going to have to look at opportunity cost. Um, and, and, you know, that that goes back to opportunity cost where if I take this money out, um, is that is this going to affect my bankroll? You know, like if you have a hundred thousand dollar bankroll and you're about to spend, you know, like a thousand bucks, that's going to be much less significant than it is if you have a ten thousand dollar bankroll. And you're about to spend a thousand bucks. It's yeah. going to make a much larger difference on your um on your actual uh, future EV. Um, and, you know, let's say if you're trying to do this full time you know, and you're, you know, you have like 40, 50 K or something like that, you know, are you able to spend money on something and potentially take a, a, a bad session or two, you know, because that can be something that can be pretty rough as well too. Um, if it's something where you're doing it more of a, uh, like, like, like a side thing, you know, you're, you're, you're working and you have your, uh, blackjack, uh, your card counting as a, as kind of like a source of investment, then, you know, I mean, I mean, you're, you're much safer if you have money and you're not really needing to survive on that. So there's, there's not really like a right answer. Um, for me, it really comes down to how much is this going to change, uh, my risk of ruin. Um, yeah. If, if, if it's going to impact my risk significantly, I'm, I'm probably not going to make that, make that large purchase. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if I can still, you know, move on comfortably after the purchase, then, you know, then, then it's fine. You know, I, I really encourage people to kind of think through or map out what, what are your goals? Like, what are your life goals? Yeah. You know, cause yeah. you, we can get all caught up in, in EV and risk and all that stuff. And, you know, miss miss the forest for the trees, and if if you know, hey, this is really w- what I'm pursuing in life. You know, then that could be the decision to not make a purchase because hey, that purchase is actually going to keep me from whatever it is. Uh, or sometimes it's the opposite, where it's like uh, you never purchase anything. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and it's like hey, no, actually, this purchase is you know, uh, it might be painful to spend this you know amount of money, but if it's aligned with your your goals, you know. Then like, it's a great set, use of money. Set set a goal for yourself. You know, if there if, if your quest is that you're going to, you know, 
make 20,000 before you spend anything and you really want like, you know, like a, uh, like a nice watch or, or something like set a goal to where you're going to at the very least put in these amount of hours or the, you know, make this much, uh, in terms of the, you know, added to the bankroll before you're going to make a spending. And then, you know, you can adjust accordingly. Maybe you'll, you'll, you'll quote unquote, close out your bankroll at that point, you know, take a little bit out and then, you, you know, keep, keep grinding from there and readjust your, your, your bet spread. So, so at this point, how much are you playing rated? Um, it depends on uh, the actual play itself. Um, if the play depends on the actual, uh, like, the comps that I'm receiving, then uh, I will play rated. You know, like, if, if it's something where I'm, I'm trying to attain something, you know, like, whether that be, you know, like, like rooms or, or they're giving away cool stuff or maybe there's, like, a sweepstakes or something, um, then, you know, of course, I'll play rated if that's the goal. You know, but if I'm doing something where it potentially is going to uh, draw, uh, you know, draw heat and it's not really going to benefit me much going rated, then, uh, then, then I won't. Um, and I think one big misconception people have is that um, by playing rated, uh, you won't draw heat for some reason. You know, yeah. like you're going to go from five dollars to like a thousand dollars, and no one's going to look at you because you're because you're playing rated. And, yeah. And it, 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 there's so many factors in how you're going to get heat, and you know the the biggest reason why you're going to get heat is that you're counting cards. So yeah. you know whether you're rated or not, you know that's going to um, or, or even just winning. Yeah. Or or just winning. You know, yeah. I've, I've met people who I've met ploppies who've gotten backed off from blackjack yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. And so it's there, there's no real right answer. Like it depends on is that worth. Um, you potentially getting database because it's not the end of the world to get database, but if you can time it to where it happens a little bit later in your career, uh, it'll, it'll make things a little bit more yeah. comfortable. I think all card carriers would or advantage players would say it's nice if you can avoid getting database. Yeah, like, like no one wants to get database. Yes, <laughs> but all of us who have been, it, it hasn't stopped us. Yeah. You know, from, yeah. from it's 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 not the end of the world. You no. can still make tons of money. Um, and, and again, like if you. You know, one thing that I, I told there's a pro recently that had visited me, and, and um, they were asking like, uh, should I play uh, rated here? Because this was a place where a specific place where we had knowledge that if you played rated before, that you actually were getting a bit more time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but but conditions sort of have changed, so we don't have that same type of uh, environment there anymore. And usually, what I tell people uh, is if you if you don't play rated, at the very least, you know, let's say if you are databased, it's going to take them a little bit longer to find you because they don't have your name. Um, they're going to have to, you know, maybe look up, you know, like your your, you know, this ethnicity, your, you know, the uh, this color hair, yeah, whatever it may be, um, and then they can find who you are and then back you off. Um, whereas if you play rated and you're already database yeah. somewhere and you're at a place, just look, you, you know, up. it takes like five ten minutes. They just type in your name the moment they suspect you, and now you know what you could have been an extra fifteen minutes of EV you could have gotten. You know, it's it's it gets it, it closes down. So, um, you know, there's there, there's no right answer. You yeah. know, it 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 depends. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a couple a couple more questions to wrap it up. Any favorite stories so far from your career or favorite plays? Oh, favorites. Um, Oh man! Uh, like the 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 thing is, like I've I've had some pretty big scores, but a lot of like the ones that I do, like it's not um, anything where it's like. Uh, well, actually, no. I did have a I did have a place where um, it was it was a side bet, and the way you actually play this game is that you can actually um, 
you, you can actually bet on other people's spots. And there was, I was actually, uh, it, it was a, it's, it's a pretty decent edge on this game, but pretty much I was at the, I had calculated that it was around at the time, it was the last hand of the shoe. Um, I had calculated my advantage on there was, I think it was like 25% or something. It was a really big edge. Wow. And um, <laughs> the max bet on, on, on your spot was $50. And there was one other lady that was playing there uh, at the table. So I uh, put out, I, I bet on my spot. And then I also bet on the spot that was next to me. And then I tried to put more spots on the other side of her. Um, and then so they're like, you can't play that way. If she's there, you can't play on the other side of her. So I told the lady, I was like, hey, would you mind just playing the la- you know, over here? I want to bet these spots. So she's like, oh, that's fine. She's like, yeah. she's like this older lady. And, um, and then so, uh, so, so then she moves over, and then I bet these spots. And then they were like, if she's playing, you, you're limited to only betting two spots. Or they, they, they did some weird rule like that. Sure. Um, so, so I told the lady, I was like, Ma'am, I was like, I see you're you're betting five dollars. I will give you five dollars if you do not play this hand because it was worth it for me. Yeah. It was a twenty five. It was a twenty five percent edge, and I was about to put three hundred dollars on the table. Yeah. Um, and so uh, she uh, she actually so she's like, oh, okay, that's fine, you know. So she she won her bet without having to play. Um, and then so she leaves the table. I'm betting all the spots, and so the cards come out and. I end up not winning. It's like the, the side bet does not hit. Yeah. You know, like I, yeah. it, was, it was, it was great EV on yeah. that hand, but of course with variance, it did not hit. But if the actual card that came up first for the dealer would have been one over, if it would have actually had been cut one card over, that would have actually have been like a $15,000 payout. <laughs> and by this time, you know, as all these cards are coming out, I actually, it was a really, really small casino. I had the entire casino around yeah. my table watching this oh, go down. Man. And like the, you know, the, 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 um, the, de- the the dealers were kind of like hoping it was going to hit because they're going to get a tip and stuff because you know like with these type of plays you would you would generally tip for for heat and whatnot but yeah but uh, but but it was it was it was going to be the last hand and I was about to leave so I was like I don't I don't care oh, I'm putting as much money as I possibly a can. card away from fifteen <laughs> it, was, it was a card away from fifteen thousand dollars but that was some great EV either but way that was great EV and <laughs> I mean like on the flip side I mean I've had you know crazy stories of. Of like the 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 most insane variance you know happening to me as well too yeah. in the last uh, in the last five months I have hit eight royal flushes on on video poker <laughs> on video poker <laughs> how, how how often are you supposed to hit one I I think I'm I, I think the I mean, it depends on how much you play, but it's probably going to like people, people can go like half a year to like a year yeah. and, and hit one. You know, I think there's a story on gambling with the edge where Anthony Curtis never hit one for like, like 10 or 15 years or some, oh some long gosh. stretch where all of the video poker he's ever played. So you were due because of his, <laughs> <laughs> I took up all, all, all of Anthony Curtis's uh, Royal flush. So, so nobody should play for a while because you're oh, oh, <laughs> like, I've taken all the luck out of video poker. You guys should really stay away from video. So, so if you can't if you can't read the sarcasm, <laughs> we're completely completely joking. Uh, and you shared a, cu- a couple other good stories. I mean, going fifty to two by five hundred on double deck for for a long time—that's a great yeah. story. That the uh, six to five CSM play that you and hit a seven. There, were doing. there are so many things out there, and I, you know, if 
if there's one thing you can take away is to, you know, don't limit yourself to one thing, you know, a hundred percent. If you're, you know, in this for counting cards, like I, I, I love Colin and I love blackjack apprenticeship and that's why I stick around and I'm helping everyone. So, you know, as much as I can, I a hundred percent believe in card counting because it works, you know, like we got guys like SD one, uh, you know, JC rocks, uh, you know, uh, hit a seven, uh, which, which, which is also they're they're the uh, Thug Life Snapchat crew. Uh, big big shout out! You know these guys are out. Uh, uh, these these guys are out crushing the tables. Uh, you know just 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 spreading, just just being aggressive and yes. and playing and and being smart about you know what they're doing. You know like so, some guys are like oh I'm I'm betting like fifty to uh, to five five to fifty bucks and you know they're watching me and you know you're not going to be able to make money if you're afraid you have to go out and get the money out there and realistically you know you know go for that money but don't limit yourself by only you know looking at the at the blackjack table if you're if you're going to be in the casino anyways might as well take a look around and see if there's anything else you can find because you're not really limited to one play and if you can find one other thing that you know that's that's extra ev for you awesome awesome so last question is you have any thoughts of what you want to do after or outside of advantage play down the road? So, you know, one, one thing that, uh, that happens to a lot of, uh, uh, counters is that I, you know, they, they may get burnt out after a while because it just like just everything that happens and Mm -hmm. it's, it's really, uh, like it's, it's just really monotonous and it's a grind. Um, right now, like this is, I'm having the most fun I've had in my life. Like Mm. I think this fits my personality, personality so well. Um, but the funny thing is, I, I hate gambling. Like, I actually don't want, I've only gambled twice before being an AP, and I actually don't enjoy gambling, yeah. but I love destroying uh, uh, rules. Yeah. <laughs> I love breaking things down, and I love figuring things out. And, uh, you know, like, if I can do this for, you know, for as long as I possibly can, uh, it's great because I absolutely enjoy the freedom. You know, I, 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 I like the money, but the money's a close second. Like, I love the conquest mm. uh, of, of, of doing these things. Yeah. That's awesome. I uh, met met someone recently. Uh, really liked the guy, and uh, he came over for dinner. And we're talking, and you know, he knew about the card Kang stuff, and I could, I could tell it just by his response that it was like it didn't he didn't really jive with it or has some reservations or whatever. But then he's telling me about his job and he was saying like, Oh yeah, I can't believe I, you know, work, he works for a large company. Um, he, well, he does is pretty cool, but, uh, he's like, I can't believe I've always been so anti corporate, anti establishment. And, <laughs> you know, and he, he does, but he's like explaining why and it legitimately what he's saying, it makes sense what he's able to do for the company and, and it, how the company is run, but it's, you know, it's a mega company. Yeah. Like everybody's heard of it. Yeah. And it wasn't until after he left, I was like, dude, there's nothing more anti-establishment, <laughs> anti-corporate, nothing more punk rock than being an advanced player. Sure, you know, yeah. like I was like, why didn't I think of this when we were talking about it? Because we were like sharing this, we like the same punk rock bands and all this stuff, and he's anti. And I'm like, he he has these reservations. It was like he just doesn't get it. Like this is you know a very you know f the man and i'm pretty sure you you know you've seen from like some of the memes i post i'm pretty anti yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's fun there's something really fun about like we're not breaking the rules but we are using the rules to to you know bring down the man like there's 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 so many people where you know they uh it, there's the, the reactions to when you tell someone that you're a professional gambler goes you know it, oh, yeah. it ranges from you know one is it legal 
Two, that's really, really cool. Three, my uncle used to do that. Yes. He lost a lot of money. <laughs> or or I've had people say like, oh, yeah, well, my grandpa, uh, you know, was a professional craps player or whatever. I'm like, no, he wasn't. Uh, you know, uh, unless it's like, it's like, I don't want to say, I don't want to yeah, say yeah. tell people like, oh, your dad's like a degenerate. You know? yeah. <laughs> but that's, because I had a guy who was like, oh, yeah, my dad used to do that. And he lost his Corvette. I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, no, he didn't do what we do. <laughs> Or he had terrible money management. <laughs> Some combination of, of those. Yeah, the, the worst is the, like, well, you know that's illegal. Which, uh, a parent of one of our, uh, you know, my wife was meeting a parent of, classmate of our kids, and, and the guy's like, she, she's, you know, oh, what does your husband do? And she tells him, and, and the husband is like, well, you know that's illegal. This <laughs> family's like, just full of straight criminals. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, it's actually it's it's not. And he's like, I know, I was a dealer in in Tahoe. <laughs> but but isn't isn't that so crazy? Like how how uh, uh, conditions you know some of the employees get. Yeah. You know, like they're like, oh, you can't do that. You know, that's yeah. <laughs> or that we're like trying to harm them. It's like you you work for the evil empire. So, you some, know, like, some some dealers take it personally. You know, yeah. when they find out they're like they they start half shooing you. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, if yes. people have questions, can they ask you through the forum? Yeah. Feel free to PM me. Uh, I am so sorry if I offend anyone on the forums. <laughs> I am a very straightforward person. And when I type online, I really don't have a filter. <laughs> like I sort of just give blunt answers. Um, but yeah, feel free to reach out to me on the forums. You know, send me a private message. If you have any questions or anything, you know, I'll do my best to help you out, you know, to, yeah. to the best of my ability. And if I can't help you, you know, like others, you know, there's tons of other guys I can link you up with that can, yeah. you know, help you out. Really cool for you to uh, take the time to share this as well as uh, help through the forum. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to be, uh, for me to be a part of this and to see all these people that are having success with this. One, it's just awesome seeing people have success with it. Yeah. But two, seeing them give back is, is really, really cool. So thanks for doing that. And this is probably going to be a members-only one. Uh, just We're talking about some more advanced stuff. Sure. If, it, if it's public, uh, you want to learn more, you know, whatever, check out our membership and, <laughs> and join the forum and become uh, friends with Ping Pong through private message. And, bring uh, some beers. Uh, yeah, yeah bring, bring some beers. To, you don't want to show up empty-handed at the party. Uh, otherwise, if you're a member, you know, put in the training. Maybe we'll meet you at boot camp someday and you can meet Ping Pong in person. Otherwise, uh, we'll talk to you guys later.